0: inside let's go let's take away your friends
1: my not noise take them to the real side I know you've been waiting for me get the keys and just grab it friends girl you got what's up everybody welcome to dropping wisdom with Santos and today my guest is broad please introduce yourself
0: hi Santos and everybody out there this is Rod Ellish and I'm happy to be here Okay. Now, before we get
1: into this awesome wisdom you're going to drop on us, what have you done for a living?
0: Me? I've traveled all over the world. I've been in the military for 31 years um, and uh, retired and been grandpa daycare for a while. So I had to come out of retirement. Now I'm the executive director at Thermcore Inc. in Norfolk.
1: Okay, so now that we established that you're not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, it's not some guy I just found off the street. You are a very distinguished guy. Okay, so now the topic of today's episode on my podcast is Vlad the Impaler, a.k.a. Dracula. Dracula. Okay, now we were at my house. Ruby had her... Um, was that, Day of the Dead party. Yeah. And you had a conversation with me outside, and I thought you blew my... I, I know you blew my mom. I thought you were full of shit. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, repeat yourself. Tell everyone what you were talking to me about.
0: Yeah. Uh, people don't realize that we're descendants from Dracula. And uh, my grandparents, my grandmother came from Transylvania, Romania, and my grandfather came from uh, Austria, and uh, they were born in the 1800s right after uh Vlad the 2nd took over cuz uh Vlad the uh 3rd which was the impaler um everybody because he was such a mad person he would kill anyone and everything that was around he would cut their heads off he would hang them on his fence posts uh at the castle and uh, everybody started thinking he was drinking their blood. So everything became Dracula-related. And then you had uh, Bon Stoker that did his thing and wrote about uh, Dracula and used uh, Vlad III. Uh, and uh, when my par- uh, grandparents came over, they changed our last name from L-I-S to E-L-I-S-H. Um, and part of that was to get rid of anything remaining of Eastern Europe uh, because Austria is to the east and um, Romania was to the west. Of what? Of, of In Eastern Europe from where they were at. And uh, with my grandmother growing up in Transylvania, Romania, they had the escape the clutches of vlad and all his henchmen
1: so even though you were his family did he kill his family members
0: he could if he got upset because he was an angry ruler what caused the anger do you know he was this psychotic
1: okay what how much of the rumor is true about him drinking the blood though
0: they they would do that, but they wouldn't bite your neck.
1: Okay, they would just know, cut your head fangs. off and then drain the blood from your yes. body, then drink it. Yeah. Okay. Now, how did he, now if his name is Vlad, how did he become Dracula?
0: It was a folklore because of the way the things happen that they just portrayed him as that. Because if you go back to the history it talks about uh, being part of the dragons and the orange from uh, Dracula and what he looked like. I brought a couple pictures of what they thought he looked like. And he he was bald and had big ears and the fangs coming out. uh, And what, for us, we have the eye teeth of the fangs, uh, in our family history, and we can shave them if we have, and they're pointy at at each end.
1: Okay, so no other like I'll feel my fangs. Then you're saying yours are more pointier than, than more the regular human.
0: More that the regular people have, and okay. that's from my grandmother's side.
1: Okay, so because he looked like a dragon, I guess in in Romanian, dragon means Dracula. It's
0: or? it's the devil, pretty say you know, okay. pretty much. And with the dragon, it's, it's being uh, another folklore that they're going to try to get you.
1: Okay, so basically, um, your like distant ancestors, like in the 1800s, carried throughout um, the family's history, letting them, their children know, hey, this is who you're related to? Yes,
0: all the way back to, uh, we've been able to trace it back from my grandmother being born in the mid to late 1800s all the way back to as early as 1680. Okay. And when was he alive? He was 1452 to the 1500s, and then his son took over.
1: That's a pretty good, he lived a pretty good life. I mean,
0: age-wise, yes. yeah,
1: because 50 years old, basically, That that's pretty a long, long time for back then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Now, he was a prison in his own castle, correct, at yes. one time? Mm-hmm. For how long?
0: uh, you know, I think they had the back let's see it it was over the years' cause he he was like to the point that if he went out, people would try to kill him, stone him, burn he, him. because
1: he killed yes. everybody, yes, you know, okay, so
0: he kind of lived the last few years away from everybody he secluded himself,
1: okay now. Did you do an Ancestry.com thing, a DNA thing to verify
0: everything? Well, my sister-in-law started the Ancestry thing. And then as she got into it, she started traveling all over to find out. And uh, if we did it uh, virtually, I would have pictures of the tombstones and the areas and the places that she traveled all over to get the, the information on where we have. And I have the information in uh, my house.
1: Are there any other ancestors of his that are still alive?
0: There's generations and generations, just like our generations. They keep going. Uh, but remember, if you look at the history and everything, it was during a lot of the the empires and emperors that they were trying to conquer each other. So a lot of them got killed. I had. One of my aunts just passed away about five, six years ago. My aunt Tisha, uh, which um, she's the one that told me more of that story because my grandmother didn't speak English. She only spoke Romanian. So every time we went to church, half of the church was in Romanian and half of it was in English.
1: Okay. Now, how did he evade his enemies?
0: He had all his henchmen that would be around and he had castle built for hideaways, just like you see on some of the things. And he would get from spot to spot unannounced. So when they saw bats flying around, they thought that was him flying to evade anybody instead of They thought he through. could turn
1: into bats? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. I do know that he put the hooves on his horse's backwards so if they try to track him they would attract him um, obviously the wrong way well he would that. be
0: going the opposite yeah. direction because it had the.
1: that was pretty smart of him to do that um so let's say could you go back there and could you claim any royalties that he may have or could you claim back the castle
0: i would have to talk to my godfather which is still alive which is my father's youngest brother is still alive in Indiana, and I would have to get with him and see on how we would be able to go back, you know, because there's not very male male Elishes that are still around um, at the older age. I mean, you know, like the younger generations are there, but the older ones are pretty much obsolete.
1: What is um, When you found this out, what is the most amazing thing that, that intrigues you about Dracula?
0: I was thinking that my God, what am I? You know, that'd be the best costume for Halloween, because yeah. you know, a- anybody said, "Well, why are you dress like Dracula?" Well, you know, I come from the ancestors of Dracula, which is not actually Dracula. It just started forming that word as Dracula. Yeah, you know,
1: how did Bram Stoker get a
0: get wind of him when he was? writing all his novels. And when they did the novel in 18, I think it was 1897 or 1847, something around there, it was like a 40, 50 year span, when he wrote the novels that he used Dracula as his, um, I guess, portray of Vladimir. Okay. And you were telling me how
1: the, the when he wrote that book, it's the number two most selling book yes. behind the Bible. Yes. But your but that book he wrote has never been like that's the original copy. There's no like revisions of that original book. Well, that's everybody
0: two. well, everybody writes revisions and tries to gain publicity on that stuff. But the true book that it is done and written that way is it's still in entirety the same. It hasn't been changed. It's all the different versions that people want to add. And it's number
1: two most sold. Mo- yes. that is unbelievable. Now, do you ever worry that you might get get go crazy and get get really mad like him?
0: Uh I haven't ever done it, but I've seen other people, family member that that would get, I don't know if you want to call it twisted or angry to the to the point that they never tried to kill anybody, but they can hurt people. I I did get mad back in the early 80s one time and put a guy in the hospital, but I didn't try to kill him. Or drink his blood, right? Uh, not that I know of, but <laughs> when I saw you know? the first sight of blood, I was like, hmm, this might be pretty good. <laughs> but, you know, I never tried to try to do that. I was 17 at the time.
1: Is there like anything else that when you found this out, um, did you do any type of research to make you really like, oh, he did this? Did, is there any, did he do anything
0: positive? Not really. I mean, he was very strict and he had a lot of followers. So when they go through the, the families that people wanted to be on the good side of them, they didn't want to be on the bad side because it's just like any other ruler that you know, if you buck the system, they're gonna take you out. So any of the people that didn't pay the taxes, didn't do their stuff, just like any other place, that's a lot of the people that got killed and then get their head cut off. Or you can look at any of the the true pictures or uh, Drew's leg, and you would see the history that has everybody up on the fence, you know, because the castle that Barnes, Bon Stoker says was Dracula's castle. Vladimir really didn't live in that castle. He lived in another castle down away from everything.
1: Okay, because that castle they're referring to, that's like up on some cliff.
0: Yeah, the one I showed you when we were at the party.
1: And that's not the one he stayed in?
0: He stayed in the one away from everybody. He didn't stay in the one at the top. Because
1: I believe people go to the one at the top. Yeah, it's a big tourist attraction. Now, but that's where he was in prison. Is that one? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. But he actually lived in another one.
1: But that that was a, a um, haunted. Yes. That's the one everyone goes to. Yes. Wow, this is amazing. It's uh, it's not many people that would <laughs> say, "Hey, I'm related to this person," and, and you fall back and like like repeat yourself because a <laughs> lot many people that like you can say there's one person in the world that you can step back, maybe uh, maybe. You can count on one finger how many people you can say, hey, I'm related to this dude. You're like, damn, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's amazing. Anything else you can talk about about him? Well, it, the, the biggest thing w- for us growing up was, you know, trust our instincts and make sure that we focus instead of letting things get to us. Because there's that always thing in the back of your mind, you know, I'm coming from an area and an era and a dynasty of somebody that kills people. I don't wanna be remembered for killing people, but I also have that this individual is very strong-willed and was gonna make whatever he could do, he was gonna get it and he was gonna do it, you know, with or without hurting somebody.
1: Wow, do you have any, um, any type of souvenir from there
0: or anything? I have stuff from Romania uh, from my grandmother and grandfather and stuff. I don't have it here in Virginia, but I have some stuff.
1: That's like ba- based from back in medieval times, basically, when Yeah, it was. from
0: my Aunt Tisha. I actually, um, I, I should retract that because I do have a spoon uh, that is from uh, the ancestors that is with us. I don't have, you know, like clothes or something like that, but I have a baby spoon when I was born. Oh wow. I just remembered that when we started talking about that, I didn't think I had it, but I do have it with me. That's
1: amazing. I know you um you I remember you telling me how you wanted to go visit there, but you haven't gotten around to it yet.
0: Yeah, I we were I was in active duty in the military and we were going to do a task force and we were going to be in Romania and I wanted to see this was back in uh, 96 97, and then again in 97 98, and then again and again in the 2002 2003 time frame. Um, each time we thought we were going to go that way, uh, we got turned around and went somewhere else. Um, but I do one day want to go and see if. And true, in fact, if anybody's still around that are people from our L.I.S. last name.
1: Do you speak Romanian?
0: Uh, Just dirty words. words? I don't don't speak it. I always fell asleep. My sister can do it. My brother can do it. Of course, my parents and my godfather can.
1: You got to just take a break from work and just say, hey, man, I'm going to go over. Once COVID clears up, you got to go over there.
0: It, you know, that's going to be on the top
1: of my bucket list, too.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it, I would love to do that. But now they look at a lot of the communism and everything. It would be kind of hard to get in and get back out, even though it's more. um What do you call it? Domesticated area than what it was. If you look back at the mm-hmm. over the ages, because you're talking you know the early 1400s, uh, late 1300s, and all the way up to the 1800s, as people were trying to flee Transylvania, Romania, and go anywhere that they could.
1: Hmm. But you have, but there's tours that can go there and look at the go and go to the castle. Though.
0: Oh yeah, we just uh, did a virtual tour. Actually, uh, my wife and uh, a couple other friends did a virtual tour uh, of Transylvania, and they take you on a, a guided tour. That's awesome. Of it. But uh, it's still not like being there yeah. and being part of that whole scenario that goes on. I I would do it in a heartbeat if I could, and that's why I have uh, a tattoo and a Romanian flag on one set of eagle's wings to the a, a American flag on the other side.
1: So you basically did all the research that you can about him and how you're related to him. And the only thing you have really left to do is go, go there in visit. person. Yes. Other than that, it's uh, you're related to Dracula.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's something that, you know, it, you don't really think about it or you don't really say unless something is said or a comment that's made. Uh, just like you know, military and different things that go on, and then something is said, it'll trigger a memory, and it'll trigger something, you know, back in your back of your mind that you grew up with this all your life, and then now you're able to tell, not the story because you don't want to be like a storyteller. You want to be factual and being able to tell, tell them how it was and that we did not want to be remembered as being evil people. We wanted to, and that's why there were so many that were fleeing, because if you think back, they would get upset. They got to the point they were killing children, too, because they didn't want them to grow up and be a tyrant or want to be, you know. So. Wow. And that's what he was doing. That's the other thing that he was doing a lot of was uh, children, young adults, you know, and everything, because he didn't want that to come back on him. Hmm. Damn. But he was, <laughs> all that being said, he was also a loving person to Lucy, so.
1: That's his wife, I take it? Mm-hmm. That's the only person he was nice to? Mm-hmm. hmm she sounds lucky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, you get into all the movie trivia and all the different movie stuff now that they try to portray. Prote- pro- they get into the cinematic versions of what it is. Well, First, how many
1: kids did he have?
0: You were looking at three. That's it? Mm-hmm. Wow. I would have thought
1: he would have had a whole bunch.
0: Well, that are legal, I guess. You know, back then he could have as many as he wanted. Yeah. You know, but there was only the three and and Vlad the uh, the second is what took over after him. Okay.
1: Well now that we're done with talking about Dracula. You had an awesome house party when I went to that, and you were dressed up as Dracula.
0: <laughs> that
1: was great. I, that was a really good time. We really appreciate you inviting us. That was great. I don't believe I won that damn. I forget what was Costume. it? I, no, I won that the count of the um the the,
0: the corn the you know, the oh, candy yeah, corn. The I just candy. said
1: five hundred and fifty. Fuck it, it was close. Like I don't want to take
0: this bottle big yeah, ass bowl home. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was very close. It was less than twenty five off.
1: Yeah, that, that was too funny, man. Okay, so now that we're at the end of the podcast. Talking about Dracula, this is amazing. Um, Have you ever experienced any alien UFOs?
0: Myself, I haven't, but I've heard many tales of it. And you can look up in the sky and see stuff moving around. You don't know if it's a shooting star or if it's something that's actually around us. Because I watch a lot of stuff on History Channel. Is it true? Is it not? Is it just to get the ratings and people watch? but then you go back to uh, some of the stories that are unlocking now that, you know, who knows? They could be outside right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, even Christopher Columbus um, wrote in his logs that he actually seen them. And like back then, you know, he almost got a lot about that for. Um, Now, uh, have you had any paranormal experiences with ghosts?
0: Uh, Yeah, actually I have. when I was growing up there was a house down the street from my folks uh that had a casket in their basement. What? Uh, yeah. No no shit. A donor child. Press. No, it was a full-size casket. Was
1: there anything it in was it? in
0: the we don't ever know cuz we would look in the windows and then beat What? <laughs> oh my god. But we would <laughs> we growing up was very interesting. Um but we would ride bikes, we would walk by and you feel that that hair on the back of your neck stand up and it's like oh man if this is true what they have in there we were hoping that it was an empty box not something in there it was a vampire sleeping in the basement i don't know what it was but we never waited around to see if anybody got out of it (laughs) um but up the street at the end of the block was a cemetery and you know, just like kids, we would always go in there and play hide and go seek and different stuff like that. You want
1: to go play hide and go seek in the in the cemetery. Yes. You know, another guest of mine, Carlos Castilla. You know, he's a chef, a Mexican cuisine chef. This dude was doing the Ouija board no, I in the, know the cemetery. That far, but I... yeah, you're doing hide and seek. He's playing with the Ouija board in the cemetery. Oh,
0: crazy! We we played baseball in the cemetery too. We. Huh. You know how where all the tombstones are, and then they'd have that aren't used yet, the grounds? We would play baseball. Was well, like
1: up. the tombstones, like um, the no, first they base? No, weren't the bases, no. No, no, I didn't know no, how I no, was no, no, no no no, I no, know. no, no, no. I don't know. I don't know how
0: y'all doing. No, but it's back in Hammond, Indiana.
1: Okay. So you play base- baseball in the cemetery too, huh? Mm-hmm. And so what was the paranormal experience? Because
0: I thought somebody was following me.
1: In the cemetery? Mm-hmm. Even though like you're playing hide and seek.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't something that was actually there, you know. And it, it's a weird feeling that, you know, you feel that, that brush, brush, I should say, of a cool breeze. And it's like 70 degrees, 80 degrees out, no wind. And you still feel this brush that goes against you. How old were you? Uh, at that time, when I had the first, I was probably 12, 13 years old. Oh, wow. And then as I got older, is when we uh, started going up the street and visiting this house that was pretty much abandoned. Uh, It was about four houses from my best friend and his uh, family. And uh, they're like, you don't want to go over there. You don't want to go over there. You'll never get out of the house. And I'm like, yeah, right, like that's gonna happen. So we would get up, peek in the window, but we would never go or try to get in, no, never. Because hmm. we want to not get stuck. Maybe there is people in there. Yeah. And as far as I know, the last time I was there to visit, probably in two thousand twenty, two thousand nineteen. See, my father-in-law passed. Yeah, it was January of two thousand twenty that we were back home and that house is still there.
1: Did you look in the basement? No, I didn't.
0: No, I, (laughs) no, no, they, they did clean it up, but it's still abandoned to this day.
1: That's crazy.
0: Huh. So I don't know if they made it a landmark and marked it unmarked or whatever, but the house is still there.
1: And how far did you live away from the cemetery though? For me? Yeah.
0: I was one, two, three, four blocks North. Oof. Uh, wow. All
1: right. Well, thank you for coming on the, on the podcast. This has been bananas. <laughs> this is crazy. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening on my, on my Dracula episode. If you can, please um, listen to me on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iTunes, and Spotify. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. I'll talk to you guys next time.